I'm Carrie. And I'm Will. And this is the Baseball Unchained podcast, where a husband and wife discuss the current happenings in Major League Baseball. There are currently... 24 days. Until opening day. We are in... I wouldn't necessarily call it a time crunch, but we have more divisions to cover than we do weeks to put out episodes, so this week is a double week. Yeah, the production schedule that we had for our episodes of like a week to a week and a half was not going to cut it for getting all of the division previews done by opening day, so Here we are. lucky you guys, you get two episodes this week. Woohoo! We did NL East last time. Today we're doing NL Central. Do you want to just jump right into it? Hells. Yeah. All right, cool. Then here we go. Just in case you hadn't listened to the first preview we did, we are going to put five minutes on a timer for each of the five teams in the division. At the end of that timer, you will hear this sound. And what that means is we will be moving on to the next team in the division. So we're gonna try to cover everything within that time frame. And here we go. First team is the Cincinnati Reds. Five minutes on the timer starting now. This offseason, the Cincinnati Reds signed Will Myers. They traded for Kevin Newman from the Pirates within their same division. They signed a lot of minor league free agents who are unlikely to make the team, so they won't be mentioned, unfortunately. Sorry. Who they lost. They lost Kyle Farmer in a trade to the Twins. They lost starting pitcher Mike Miner, who elected to go into free agency. He's still not signed to a team, so he could possibly be back on the Reds. Then they cut Mike Moustakis. Uh, he has a calf injury, and he's unknown whether he's going to be ready to go for the beginning of 2023, so they just released him. Their lineup is as follows. Right fielder, Jake Fraley. Second baseman, Jonathan India. Designated hitter, Joey Votto. Catcher, Tyler Stevenson. First base, Will Myers. Left field, TJ Friedel. Third base, Spencer Steer. Shortstop, Kevin Newman. Center field, Nick Senzel. Their pitching rotation, right-hander Hunter Green. Left-hander Nick Lodolo. Right-hander Graham Ashcraft. Right-hander Luke Weaver. Right-hander Luis Sesa. In the bullpen, they have right-hander Alexis Diaz, right-hander Lucas Sims, lefty River San Martin, I'm not sure if that's correct, but we'll go with it, right-hander Buck Farmer, glad I didn't switch the letters on that one, <laughs> left-hander Daniel Norris, right-hander Ian Jabot, right-hander Fernando Cruz, and right-hander Connor Overton. What's a barmer? I don't know. Barmer, hardly even know her. So my team outlook for this is not totally centered around the players themselves. Just meh. Meh. Their own owner doesn't seem to give a fuck about their team. 
So why should we as the fans, and particularly the fans of the Reds, Last year, in response to the fans calling for him to sell the team, the owner said, where else are you going to go? Sell it to who? The only way that this team will be profitable is if it goes somewhere else. And then in January of this year, he was at an, at an event for Reds fans and included a slide in his PowerPoint titled, Teams Out of Contention by Opening Day with just his team on the slide, openly mocking the team and its fans and basically telling them it's not worth them paying attention. So... That's so messed up. Yeah. He's, um... I'm not sure if he's just really doesn't care or he's just got some balls on him to openly mock his fans. But... It's also not like the fans are, well, the fans are still showing up, some of them, but there are a couple that are protesting. Um, Last year, there was a guy that had a Twitter campaign for trying to find a way to take a shit in the Toyota truck or whatever pickup truck that's parked in the outfield, like a giant sign. It's on, like, the roof of a building that's in the background of the stadium, but it's still kind of part of the stadium. Why does he want to do that? It, it was just to, um... To have done it? Or in, pro- in, in protest of how, how bad the team is. How does that have anything to do with anything? I they're bad and the owner doesn't want to do anything about it and they just have been terrible for a long time so can make people crazy i guess is the gist of that story we could probably go to a cincinnati game too and visit my sister yeah not this year probably i don't know maybe maybe i'm off a lot this summer that's nice yeah Saved by the bell. All right, next up we have the Pittsburgh Pirates. Ready to go. This offseason, the Pirates made a few moves. They traded right-handed pitcher Jack Hartman for G-Man Choi. And we cry. They signed Andrew McCutcheon. They signed Rich Hill. They signed Carlos Santana. I hear he plays really good guitar. They signed Vince Velasquez. And they signed Austin Hedges. They also lost Ben Gamble and Diego Castillo. Shortstop prospect. Their lineup is as follows. Batting first, O'Neill Cruz, shortstop. Batting second is Brian Reynolds, left field. Third is right field, Andrew McCutcheon. Fourth is DH, Carlos Santana. Fifth is first baseman G-Man Choi. Third is Cabrian Hayes. Third base is Cabrian Hayes. <laughs> sixth. Batting sixth, yeah. Um, batting seventh, center fielder Jack Suwinski. Batting eighth, second baseman Rodolfo Castro. And batting last is catcher Austin Hedges. 
There are starting pitchers are right-handed pitcher Mitch Keller, right-handed pitcher Ronzi Contreras, left-handed pitcher Rich Hill, right-handed pitcher JT Brubaker, and right-handed pitcher Vinch Velasquez. Vinch? <laughs> right-handed pitcher Vince Velasquez. We add H's and S's and SH's where they shouldn't be. I think my tongue thinks I have a lisp, but I don't, actually. In the bullpen, they have right-handed pitcher David Bedner, right-handed pitcher Robert Stephenson. Stevenson? Probably oh, Stevenson. My best friend's last name used to be Stevenson. I should have known that. Right-handed pitcher Robert Stevenson, right-handed pitcher Will Crow, right-handed pitcher Dwayne Underwood Jr., left-handed pitcher Jarlin Garcia. Harlan, probably. Espanol. Right-handed pitcher Chase DeJong. Right-handed pitcher Yeri De Los Santos. De Los. Can't read, man. Yeri De Los Santos and left-handed pitcher Jose Hernandez. You're also a white girl born from, born in Indiana, so... Yeah, I grew up in a <laughs> cornfield. The more you know. The Pirates are a fun team to root for with a lot of upside. They're a good mix of veteran free agency signings and young, exciting prospects like O'Neill Cruz and Ronzi Contreras. They didn't make splashy moves, but they did at least some things to make the fans happy, like, in, like bringing back Andrew McCutcheon instead of just giving the fans a little middle finger like the Reds. Um, I am super, super sad about G-Man Troy leaving. At the end of last season, I was between getting a jersey of his or getting a jersey of Diaz, and now I have to get Diaz. The decision was made for me, and that makes me kind of sad. But otherwise, I don't really know a whole lot about this team, except that... They don't they normally like pipeline players to us and like good things happen. Yeah, so uh, there were. Yeah, I have it in here. So are we? You did mention it. Um, the Pirates traded a pitcher for G Man Joy, a pitcher who's, as far as I know, relatively unknown, and that's come back to bite them in the past they've traded Shane Boz to the Rays as a player to be named later and also you've got you got Tyler Glass now from them and Austin Meadows and a bunch of other players in the past and for whatever reason they keep trading with the Rays so good for us but they're like our farm team I guess yeah they're a farm team for a lot of American League teams. The Yankees got Garrett Cole from them. Uh, um, go Pirates. Yeah. They do develop pitching pretty well. I'll say that. So. Props to their pitching team. Team? Pitching staff is what I meant to say. Yeah. Maybe next year we can go to Pittsburgh. I would like that. I don't know if you could hear me over that. I would like that. I've heard Pittsburgh is really fun to visit. Really pretty. Their parks, their their field, their stadium is nice. <laughs> okay. One of those things. All of them. All of them can work. Next up, we have the Chicago Cubs. 
timer starting now. The Cubs signed Dansby Swanson, seven years, $177 million. They signed Jamison Tyon. They signed Brad Boxberger. They signed Cody Bellinger. They signed Trey Mancini. They signed Eric Hosmer. They signed Tucker Barnhart. Lots of signings for the Cubs. Who they lost? Catcher Wilson Contreras. Left-handed pitcher Wade Miley. And they released outfielder Jason Hayward. Their lineup projection for opening day is second baseman Nico Horner, shortstop Dansby Swanson, left fielder Ian Happ, designated hitter Trey Mancini, center fielder Cody Bellinger, first base Eric Hosmer, third base Patrick Wisdom, catcher Tucker Barnhart, and lastly, right fielder Christopher Morel. Their starting rotation, Marcus Stroman, Jamison Tyon, lefty Justin Steele, lefty Drew Smiley, and righty Adrian Sampson. In their bullpen, left-hander Brandon Hughes, righty Michael Fulmer, righty Brad Boxberger, Right-hander Adbert Alzali, right-hander Rowan Wick, right-hander Julian Merriweather, right-hander Michael Rucker, and right-hander Keegan Thompson. I almost said Keenan. <laughs> After we talked. About After it. we talked about it. Uh, yeah, lots of lots of righties in the bullpen. So, if your lefty can't get your lefties out, then you. Are going to need your righties to be able to get both sides out. Um, I, for my overall summary of the Cubs for this offseason and for their 2023, they took some steps toward being a contender within the next couple seasons. Dansby locks down the shortstop position for the next seven years. Cody Bellinger, they signed to like a one-year prove-it type deal, as I see it, with an option for 2024. So if he does have a season like he had in 2020 for the Dodgers, then, you know, they'll take that option all day. If he has a down year like he has the last one or two seasons, then they're probably not going to take that option the other signings they added to the team are solid and will hold spots until their farm system talent can crack the MLB roster thoughts I don't really have too many of them to be honest um I like the Cubs. I like. I, I want them to do well. Yeah. I feel like it. They just like fell off a cliff. Yeah, they, the players that were on the team that won them the World Series, what twenty eighteen sixteen. Crap. <laughs> I should know that. I should, super should. 
Nick, I, when did they win? I feel like it was 2018, 2016. It was 2016. But anyway, uh, yeah. Those players, Anthony Rizzo, you know, he's gone. A lot of those players are gone. And they really haven't done a whole lot since. You know, they did add Seiya Suzuki last year, but he didn't have the year that they anticipated him having. And now he's dealing with an oblique injury. And. Them obliques, man. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> this podcast has been very premonition like so many things this the machado signing you said one random comment about them damn obliques and then glass now got his oblique hurt and say is suzuki and there's probably a couple other ones maybe don't advertise that damn obliques <laughs> oh no <laughs> What have we done? Yeah, we. it's not our fault. It just It's just kind of funny that it worked out that way. You say premonitive. Premonition? Other people say jinx. You owe me a Coke? You jinxed it. You shrewded it. I don't get it. In the office. Oh. All right, next up we have the Milwaukee Brewers. Ready? Go. This offseason, the Brewers... Signed Owen Miller from the Guardians for a player to be named later. Um, it was a trade, sorry. They traded Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro from Mariners for Colton Wong. They signed Brian Anderson. Not the Rays announcer. Although that would be pretty cool. And then they also signed Wade Miley. They got William Contreras in a three-way trade with the Braves and the A's. Wow. wow. A three-way. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, she go wow, wow. <clears throat> they lost Andrew McCutcheon. They lost Trevor Rosenthal and Taylor Rogers. They lost Omar Narvaez. They lost Colton Wong, as previously mentioned. And for their starting lineup. Batting first, Christian Yelich. Batting second, our boy William Thomas. Batting third, we have Rowdy Telez. I'm losing my voice, guys. I apologize if I um, sound ridiculous. If you croak. Um, batting fourth, we have William Contreras. Batting fifth, designated hitter Jesse Winker. Batting sixth, third baseman Luis, Luis Arias. Batting 7th, we have center fielder Garrett Mitchell. Batting 8th, right fielder Brian Anderson. And batting ninth, second baseman Bryce Tarung. Their pitching rotation is right-handed pitcher Corbin Burns, right-handed pitcher Brandon Woodruff, left-handed pitcher Eric Lauer, right-handed pitcher Freddie Peralta, and left-handed pitcher Wade Miley. In the bullpen, they have right-handed pitcher Devin Williams, right-handed pitcher Matt Bush, right-handed pitcher Peter Strzelecki. Strzelecki. I'm just guessing at that. I don't know, man. Your guess is as good as mine. We also have left-handed pitcher Hobie Milner and right-handed pitcher Javi. Javi Guerra. Javi Guerra. Right-handed pitcher Bryce Wilson. Right-handed pitcher Joel Payamps. <laughs> but I believe it's Joel. 
Joel Payomps, and finally right-handed pitcher Adrian Hauser. So, um, Hauser, hardly even know. Not a lot of left-handers on their side either. Yeah. It is kind of becoming a specialty, I guess, and more right-handers are putting away left-handers better. The outlook on this team, which would be the Brewers. I did forget. This team. This team. They pretty much completely ruled their ruled, retooled their lineup. I either forgot or didn't realize they made some of these moves. Like the Jesse Winker trade. I don't recall that happening, but it was like during Christmas time and everything's crazy around Christmas and time isn't real around the holidays, (laughs) basically. That's true. Just like calories. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see how things shake out after losing some of the veteran locker room leadership with McCutcheon's exit. Devin Williams also takes over the closer role for the first full season since the Josh Harder... Harder? 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 Harder trade. (laughs) We are in the bedroom. (laughs) She keeps saying harder. In case you were wondering, I didn't learn how to read since yesterday. (sighs) Since the Josh Hader trade. They were in a tight race with the Cardinals for the division last year until falling off at the end in a bad way. Do they have what it takes to keep up in 2023? No. I don't think they do either. (laughs) All right. Um, moving on to the last team in the NL Central, the St. Louis Cardinals. Five minutes on the clock, starting now. Boom. The Cardinals made the following headlining offseason move. They signed Wilson Contreras. That's all I have for, <laughs> for the notable moves. Good job, Cardinals. Who they lost, Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina retired last year two staples of their team. Albert came back for, I believe it was one season. It was only one year with him. He was on the Dodgers list. A couple of years. So, but he did start out his career there and made a name for himself with the Cardinals. And then Yachty, of course, has been there his whole career. So, two Hall of Famers leaving their roster. And then they also had Jose Quintana and Corey Dickerson elect free agency. And I believe Quintana, we just talked about him, didn't we, on going to the, it was a team from yesterday. I was going to say we talked about It was an NL East team. Yeah. I already forgot who, but (laughs) anyway, we talked about both of these guys yesterday. I think Dickerson went somewhere yesterday to the Nationals. That's probably what it was. Their lineup, shortstop, Tommy Edmond, center fielder, Tyler O'Neill, first base, Paul Goldschmidt, NL MVP last year. Third base, Nolan Arenado, NL MVP this year, question mark. Catcher, Wilson Contreras, right field, 
Dylan Carlson. Left field, Lars Nutbar. Designated hitter, Juan Yepes. And second base, Brendan Donovan. In the starting rotation, Adam Wainwright. Right-hander, Miles Mikolas. Left-hander, Jordan Montgomery. Right-hander, Jack Flaherty. And left-hander, Steven Matz. In the bullpen, Ryan Helsley. Giovanni Gallegos. uh, Andre Pallante, I believe. Jordan Hicks. Genesis Cabrera. They're only lefty. Right-hander Chris Stratton, right-hander Dakota Hudson, and right-hander Drew Berhagen. So, as far as the outlook for the Cardinals that I put down, it is the Cardinals' division to lose. They replaced one Hall of Fame catcher with possibly another in Wilson Contreras, and better yet, they took him from a rival team. Cubs lost him. They signed him. Cubs, I still don't know why you didn't make that extension happen, but moving on. Cardinals have great pitching, including two guys in their bullpen that can hit 100-plus. Helsley can hit 103, and Hicks is another one. I think he's 100-plus pretty consistently. They have a very balanced lineup with speed at the top, in Tommy Edmond, Tyler O'Neill, power in the middle with Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Contreras, and then they have solid contact towards the bottom with Newt Barr and Brendan Donovan and those guys. They might be the only team that I pick to be in the playoffs for the NL Central. That doesn't surprise me. So, what what else do you think about them? I know that we like went and watched them last year we watched two different games and i wasn't super entertained really um other than the big ticket people that have since retired yeah but i wouldn't mind them finding something to bring to the table that makes them entertaining to watch again i mean yeah seeing albert and yachty played some of their last games last year was pretty cool but Nolan Arenado is probably the best third baseman defensively at least in baseball I'm curious to see the fuck Mary kill people in person (laughs) yeah he was on there wasn't he yeah yeah I forgot about that so is Goldschmidt oh yeah All right, we have covered all five teams in the NL Central. Yes, we have. Now it is time for the predictions. I will go first today. A little less controversial, I think. We're going to do reverse order just like we did yesterday. Starting with number five, the Cincinnati Reds. Shocking. I did these rankings based off of their stats, but if I had heard about the owner before i had decided yeah i would have definitely put them number five yeah just plain douchebag comments douchebag in fourth place i'm going to put the pittsburgh pirates while i think that they're better than the reds it's really 
hold on. I had one more thing that just came to my head about the Reds. The only thing that he could do worse than what he's already done to insult Cincinnati and the team is if he said that Skyline Chili was disgusting. I didn't like it. I definitely haven't had it. I haven't been there. <laughs> I, my dad makes really good chili, and it's really hard to compete with it. But it's like a staple. You have to go. We definitely went, and I'd probably eat it again. But if I had the option, I'd eat my dad chili. Did you not like how it tasted, or did you not like the aftermath it had, from your corn allergy? Yeah. I mean, it had beans in it, so that was probably part of the problem. But as an adult, I've kind of grown into that a little more. So we should go back and just try it. I will retract my opinion pending further investigation. All right. Okay. So as I was saying, in fourth place, I have the Pittsburgh Pirates. Because while they're not as bad as the Reds, they might as well be. That should be their team motto. (laughs) (laughs) We're not as bad as the Reds, but we might as well be. You should talk about the AI thing. I have to pull it up. Keep talking. Okay. So number three, I have the Milwaukee Brewers. I know that it's really between the three of them for fifth, fourth, and third place. But there's more people on the the Brewers that I care about than on the other two teams, so I put them in third instead. In second place, I have the Chicago Cubs. I would love for them to be able to do good. For them to win another World Series, I think would be super exciting. I think that they're batting looks better than their pitching does but maybe it'll still be okay i don't know and then obviously in first place we have the st louis cardinals they have a lot of good people on their team they just have to do something with it yeah i was kind of disappointed with their postseason run last year i thought they could have made it a lot further than they did i think they just got knocked out of the wild card one and done i mean it happens so i did pull up the thing we were referring to before it was a tweet from at D Simborski. It's S Z Y M B O R S K I on Twitter. For the past four seasons, he has had an AI create a motto for every MLB team. And some of the ones, particularly for the bad teams, are pretty spot on. For the Reds, the motto is You said we were going to the beach. So I can just see a lot of fans, even of the Reds, saying that. Because why would you want to go? If we go to a Reds game, we should bring a sign that says, I thought we were going to the beach. And then the Pirates one is this side of sadness. How angsty teenager of them. Yeah. I mean, they are black and gold. Where's the Cubs? Through pain, we gain freedom. They had like 109, was it? How long they went between... 106 years. God dang it. The Milwaukee Brewers one is... We build the block. We sell the block. We fucking rule the block. (laughs) That one I'm not really sure of. I don't get it, but it's funny. And then the Cardinals is... This is our team. Make no mistake, gumshoe. Gumshoe. I don't remember reading that the first time. If you guys do want to go check it out, some of the great ones on here personal favorites the houston astros one is good luck fuckers the colorado rockies it's gonna be beautiful or maybe acceptable that's like my attitude all the time their team owner said i think we can go 500 this year that was like their rallying cry oh my god yeah (laughs) 
So that's a perfect motto. It's going to be beautiful or maybe acceptable. Yikes. And then the Arizona Diamondbacks. You got to beat them or you can't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If it ain't broke, what do you want us to do about it? That was the Texas Rangers. That's kind of appropriate too because DeGrom's always broken. Yeah. Sorry, DeGrom. If it ain't broke, what do you want us to do about it? DeGrom, if you're listening, please tell us. (laughs) We need that kind of motivation in our life. My bold prediction Jacob DeGrom stays healthy for the entire 2023 season. You heard it here first. We are psychic. Take it to the bank. After that sidebar, my predictions (laughs) still haven't done. Either intentionally or unintentionally, the order that we did the profiles is the order that I have my predictions. In fifth place, Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati. Depending on your tastes. They are disgusting like Skyline Chili. In fourth place, the Pittsburgh Pirates. They are not quite as bad as the Chili, but um, they might as well be. In third place, the Cubs. I really like a lot of the moves they made. I think the bet they've made on Cody Bellinger is going to pay off. A lot of people are questioning it, but even if he doesn't, hit as many home runs as you think he's going to. He's still one of the better defensive center fielders out there. Second place, Milwaukee Brewers. Honestly, I could have put them in third. They could have gone second or third because I I just, I'm not really inspired by these moves that they made. It doesn't feel like they upgraded anywhere. It kind of just feels like they either stayed the same or got worse and in first that leaves the st louis cardinals like i was saying before it's their division to lose and honestly i don't see anybody else staying as close as they did last year in the race for the division the brewers were just hanging on and then the brewers do have good pitching i just I, i don't know If they can pull more offense out of the guys that they added, then I think they'll be more of a threat to the Cardinals, but I think the Cardinals have enough good hitters to counteract Brewers pitching. Hopefully with more, everybody playing everybody, they won't have to contend so hard with what is not really a fair race inside their division. We haven't really talked about that yet, but I don't know if that'll help them. Because they suck everywhere. The Central in both the National League and the American League just doesn't seem to be on the same par as the other divisions in their respective leagues. The overall strength of the divisions, there's a lot more balance in NL West, NL East, and AL East and AL West than the Central. I thought you were going to say AL East. The AL East and the AL West. East? I thought you said West. <laughs> we are team no sleep. Yeah. Making these podcasts. So if we're laughing at stuff that's not funny, it's... uh, It's funny. It's because we're tired. We're recording this literally right now at 8.35. <laughs> and we're exhausted. We're old. Yeah. I'm working a day job now. I used to work nights, so I'm not used to staying up this late anymore. And I've been up since 6.30. On my day off. You crazy. It wasn't intentional. 
Well, on the note of being old and tired, that's all we have for you today. I know we say this every week, but make sure you like and follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube, as well as where we listen to podcasts. Leave us a review and comment. All of that helps us out so much. And you better be ready for some more episodes, because once the season starts, we're going to be posting way more often, and we're pretty excited about it, and we hope you are too. Yeah. Hope you guys like these quick hitter type episodes because that's pretty much what our series recaps are going to be like. With that, we bid you adieu. This has been the Baseball and Training Podcast. Till death do us baseball. Goodbye. Goodbye.